Welcome to the Helping Hands podcast with me, Gail Louise Turner. On this podcast, I will be chatting to inspirational people and I will be finding out about their life story, their influences and how they give that extra helping hand every day. If you'd like to follow me, please go to my Facebook, which is Gail Louise Turner or on my Instagram, which is Gail GLT. Each episode of the Helping Hands podcast will be having an accompanying Spotify playlist with my guest musical influences. This can be found under Helping Hands podcast playlist on Spotify. Now it's time to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. So welcome to Gail Louise Turner Helping Hand Podcast Series 1, Episode 1 with just me, Gail. Um, My friends call me G, so feel free to call me G. I do not mind. A little bit about myself. Since 2013, um, I have done a live music show at Redshift Radio talking about the 80s and 90s music. Also talking about uh, television and kids TV from the 80s and 90s, which holds a special place in my heart because when I was younger, I had asthma. So spent quite a lot of time at home and I got the opportunity to watch lots of kids TV um, through the years. Really kind of brought a smile to my face and when I um, did my Redshift show it was kind of a radio version of the CBBC broom cupboard that um, Philip Schofield and um, Andy Peters sort of did in the 80s and 90s. Really really good um, sort of you went to a world of escapism and that's what I like about kids tv and them themes and you still sing the theme tunes to the themes today and it's really funny so every time i um, hear a theme i just think wow i'm back in my childhood which was really really interesting because um as i had asthma like i said i had a lot of time at home so um you feel like you've missed out but then in a way i haven't because i've, I've experienced a lot of television kids tv and learning about a lot of different things which i've actually been able to bought to bring to my radio shows all those years later so it's very very interesting and in the spotify playlist that i have made to accompany this show it's over 500 songs long so i think you're going to enjoy that one so if you go to spotify and look for the helping hands podcast gail louise turner you'll be able to find all the songs that detail on this podcast that i'm making for you today really um interesting music because it's got classical tv themes kids television 80s and 90s and movie soundtracks so quite a vast array of music really it's even got some glenn miller in their wartime music which i remember was on an episode of doctor who once uh, with christopher eccleston in the doctor who role I'm a big fan of Doctor Who. You'll probably um, hear that throughout the show. So I'd like to take you back to my childhood now. So we talked about the music. I'd also like to talk about the television. So back in the early 80s, we had something on television called The Box of Delights. Um, I think it was around 1984, set at Christmas time. And it kind of detailed the Sunday evening television schedule which was on about 5 p.m tea time you'd sit down and have your salmon sandwiches wouldn't you and your cup of tea with your parents and siblings and you'd watch the box of delights and it was kind of like exciting and and it was based on the the novel then a few years later and this is what i remember was a bbc production of the chronicles of narnia based on the seven c.s lewis books the chronicles of narnia So from 1988, we had on the television, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. We had The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. 
Prince Caspian and the Silver Chair. And every single Christmas now, I put the DVDs on of that because they are absolutely amazing. And I love the books by C.S. Lewis as well. Such inspiration. But for me, the 1980s TV series of the Chronicles of Narnia was just the best. And one of the actors in that was Warwick Davis, who, you know, is a um, a comedian actor. He also does um, television games. He, he He's quite a prominent um, person. But back in the 80s, he played the character of Reaper Cheap in The Voyage of the Dawn Treader in the BBC production. And I just need to read you this um, one of his quotes in the actual sh- in the show because it was so beautiful. And like I say, the escapism. And I think with things like Chronicles of Narnia and Harry Potter and all things like that, you need to read the books first and then go on to watch the dramatization of it later. So let me just read this quote that Warwick Davis said as the character Reap Cheap. My own plans are made. While I can, I sail east in the dawn treader. When she fails me, I paddled east in my coracle. When she sinks, I shall swim east with my four paws. And when I can sing no longer, if I have not reached Aslan's country or shot over to the edge of the world in some vast cataract, I shall sink with my nose to the sunrise. How beautiful is that? And I think it depicts definitely what was going on in Chronicles of Narnia, that escapism and it was a different world because when the story of Chronicles of Narnia was written, it was wartime. So by going into the wardrobe or going through the picture in the boat to get to the Voyage of the Dawn Treader ship, these the pensive kids are sort of escaping the wartime and going into a magical place like Narnia. Wouldn't we all like to go to Narnia? I certainly would. As Narnia... Um, is one of my favourites. Another one of my favourites um, would be going to places like Disneyland, um, Florida and, and Paris because it's so beautiful. And again, you've got that kind of escapism. And I love Disney tunes. And in fact, on my Spotify playlist, I'm sure there's some Disney tunes on there for you to experience. Really, really nice escapism. I think for me, one of my themes of my life is definitely escapism because we live in this fast-paced 5G world and I'm a trained broadcast journalist and I love news and I love the fast pace. Um, I also work for retail, so I love the fast pace. But sometimes I really like to go and spend some time on my own. And as I and as an introvert, strangely enough, I am an introvert. I do like to either go and watch or listen to some music and get that escapism. So talking about the BBC production of Chronicles of Narnia, the soundtrack to that was done by a composer called Jeffrey Bergen. He's no longer with us, sadly, but he also composed um, Brideshead Revisited songs in the 1981 production. Again, the Brideshead Revisited, the 1981 production, starred actors Jeremy Irons and Anthony Andrews. Now, Anthony Andrews played the character Sebastian Flight, and it was such a character it was amazing i remember reading somewhere that um when both of them did the audition jeremy irons and anthony andrews they actually auditioned for the opposite roles that they got so in the end um jeremy irons actually got the role of charles Ryder, and anthony andrews got sebastian flight but from watching the 1981 series i couldn't see it any different i think they were the perfect cast for the role and Brighthead Revisited is based on the Evelyn Wars book for, written in 1945, again at wartime. So Brighthead Revisited starts right at the beginning where the, they are at war, in Second World War. 
And then the character of Charles Ryder, played by Jeremy Irons, goes back to the 1920s when he first met Sebastian Flight at college in Oxford. And again, Oxford is that kind of like escapism and beautiful beautifulness. And you must go and watch all of these. So um, the 1981 production of Brides Had Visited and Listen to the soundtrack, again, done by the late composer Jeffrey Bergen, who also did Narnia. So if you are a bit of a music concert like I am, you can hear the composition sound exactly the same. And it's absolutely amazing. So for me... My podcast, Helping Hands, for me, television, music really gives me the extra helping hand. The, the beautiful music majorly calms me down, grounds me. And I kind of, when I watch things like Narnia and Bright Sort of Visited, I kind of put, have that small smile on my face. And um, I hope that my podcast, when I'm interviewing my guests, will put a smile on your face as well. But I bet you're looking forward to hearing my Helping Hands podcast uh, playlist on Spotify. So go and look for Helping Hands podcast, Gail Louise Turner on Spotify and you'll listen to all of the songs. They are absolutely amazing. Now, talking of television, I would like to um, take you forward in time now. Um, I uh, Briefly at the start, I talked about Doctor Who. I love Doctor Who. Now, obviously, it came back into our screens sort of mid 2000 era with Christopher Ecclestone in the role of Doctor Who. Really great when it brought it back. Russell T. Davis brought it back. Um, he is amazing, amazing producer. And he was another pe- uh, person that at school they were like, You're not going to amount to anything. You can't do this. I'm not going to give the chance. And, you know, he fought for it and, he, and he's done really, really well. And to me, Doctor Who was one of his best work that he brought back. And when Christopher Ecclestone was Doctor Who, the actor, David Tennant and Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi, they uh, the BBC production of Doctor Who used a composer called Murray Gold. Now, Murray Gold has composed so many fantastic tunes for Doctor Who and you can sort of get them on all the different um, iTunes. You can buy them on Spotify, that kind of thing. Please go and look out for the Murray Gold Doctor Who tunes because when you watch an episode of Doctor Who, for example, with David Tennant, you could just close your eyes and listen to the speech, but also listen to the music and you feel like you are there. It's kind of like atmospheric. And when you hear the tunes, it kind of what's going on with the action depicts the tunes that are going on. And they are absolutely amazing. Such beautiful, such escapism. And I think in today's society, we definitely need to have that escapism because sometimes it gets a bit bit too stressful so I know I think it's really really important so if you're working full-time or whatever you're working you've got children if you haven't got children if you go into work you really need that sort of escapism so for me music is one of my escapism I'd just like to um read you this quote now from Bryce had revisited um it was said by the actor Anthony Andrews um has his character Sebastian Flight and it was when he said it, 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 part of the TV show was when they were in the 20s. And as as a viewer, you were watching it thinking, life isn't going to be the same in 20 years. We know we're going to have World War II. And you're saying this and it's so poignant that you're saying it in the 20s. But, but then as a viewer, you know, 20 years later, these younger men are going to be fighting the World War II. And it's really, really sad. So Sebastian Flight then, the character said, if it could only be like this always, always summer, always alone, the fruit always ripe and Aloysius in a good temper. Now, Aloysius was his bear, his teddy bear, a grown man having a teddy bear. Think what you like about that, but that was his character. Very, very deep, 
but very, very vulnerable at the same time. Really, really interesting. So I, th- I would definitely recommend you go and wa- um, watching the 1981 production, BBC production of Brideshead Visited and also reading the novel by Evelyn Waugh, Brideshead Visited. You find me at the gym now because um, last October I actually uh, joined Valentine's gym and crew and it was like probably the best decision I made because um, number one, I love chilling and they've got um, a health spa there where we get sort of like treatment, treat money off treatment, which is great. And they've got a relaxation room. So sometimes if um, I've gone to the gym or before the gym, I just go and sit in the room for an hour and just mess on my phone, see what's going on, social media, do a bit of reading. Um, and then I also go to the spa, I go for swimming and I think it's really really important to get that relaxation because I know um, I run around like 50 million miles an hour and I I talk but sometimes I like my quiet time and I think by joining the gym that has really sort of helped me but also it's exercise at the gym as well isn't it so doing that they, they suggest to do half an hour cardio every day and then weights three times a week but it's, it's hard to fit it all in but the way i see it is if you can do as much as you can and maybe eat a little bit of healthier now i need to work on the healthiness i drink a lot a lot a lot of water and cranberry juice because i think it's healthy but i think it's important to have that sort of balance of what you're eating and unfortunately i will hold my hands up and say chocolate is my worst thing because I love chocolate and I could eat it for breakfast and often I do and it's terrible so that that will be my next project as well as making these podcasts to actually look at what I'm eating and get a bit of more of a organization in, in my gym but I suppose we're all a little bit scared aren't we at the moment with what's going on in the coronavirus whether we should be going to public places I mean me personally would like to continue to go and wouldn't like it to shut but then but while while this is going on but then would it be safer to short and then you then you don't want to go as much and then when you don't go to the gym as much you feel you feel poorly because you're not getting that oxygen to your head and sort of all of your muscles going so I, I i don't know really but i'm hoping we can find out what's safe and what isn't so we can go back to the gym even if it's just half an hour cardio every day or or weights or or even if you don't go to the gym go for like a brisk walk just to get that heart pumping and a funny story the other day, um, I'm not going to mention the name, but I saw my old PE teacher at school and she says um, that I looked well and I hadn't aged well. High five to her. And basically that um, I wasn't very good at PE um, when I was at school. And I said, yeah, I know. I said, but do you know what? You gave it a good go. And she goes, you're one of the hardest workers. And I thought, thank you very much. I'll take that. Because I think it's nice to get compliments, you know, with your mental health and everything. I know for me, I try to bring people up all the time. But when I get that odd compliment, I I, I don't know how to take it really, because it's, it's kind of a shock to me, really, because I'm like, wow, that is amazing. So I said, thank you very much. And she goes, you work really hard. And then I told her I joined the gym and she was so impressed. She goes, good on you for trying. And and I think, yeah, I, I'm definitely trying. <laughs> I'll give anything a go, um, whether I succeed and I don't know. Um, I will I will give things a go because with my dyspraxia, I kind of take ages to do a job and it really annoys me because I'm a bit of a perfectionist and I really dislike when it takes me a long time to do a job, whereas sort of a normal person would be able to do it quite easily. But then with other things, I can do better than others. So I suppose the moral in the story there is we're all different and we should sort of embrace our different uh, personality profiles. Um, 
And one of our presenters, Redshift presenters, Emily Gearin, she's a life coach. I will be interviewing her at some point. And she um, is also um, an introvert like me, which is really, really funny because in some sort of respects, I love being an extrovert and getting out there with my radio. But then sometimes I am an introvert because I like the quiet and observe what other people are doing and their behaviours and find people quite interesting really interesting and I think it's an eye-opener um, with what's going on at the moment with, with this coronavirus. Definitely people sort of bulk buying in supermarkets and losing that sort of politeness and I think really this might be teaching us a lesson to bring the community together and hopefully people will be a little bit more polite and hopefully that's the way we're going to go so we'll see. Okay I'm going to take you back to my childhood again now so like I said at the beginning of the show, um, I did an 80s and 90s show full of music, full of kids television and TV. And I love everything to do about the 80s and 90s. Really, really good. And for me, the early 80s and the early 90s music is probably some of the best with the new romantics like Duran Duran. Howard Jones, solo a singer, I, I love. Um, and then the 90s, D-Ream, sort of um, that you know, the electronic, um, I'm just trying to think of another one, Depeche Mode, and then sort of like your late 80s, you go to the Stock Aiken and Waterman era, so you've got your your Rick Astley, I'm Rick Astley's biggest fan, I'd love to go and see him, um, you've got Kylie, Jason, Brother Beyond, and uh, Sonia, and all of that, and it's, all of it is novelty, is absolutely amazing, and it puts that smile on your face, and if you listen to my podcast, um, Gail Louise Turn Helping Hands podcast you will hear some of that music and you will be quite surprised at the vast amount of music and going back to what I was just saying about the coronavirus I feel like we've got that kind of wartime spirit at the moment so I think it's quite interesting that I've made the decision to put some Glenn Miller tunes from the war on that podcast and really really interesting that I've done that they kind of feel like Maybe that's what we need to do is to go and have that community and team spirit and socialise. But obviously we are coming away from that because we're worried that we're going to get this virus. So it's very, very interesting that I've done that. I don't know why I made that decision to put war music on there, but uh, it's definitely worth a listen. And uh, if you do get isolated, hopefully not, but you may do, you can listen to my podcast and you can listen to the Spotify Helping Hands podcast with Gail Louise Turner. So, taking you back to my childhood. So, I already talked about sort of the CBBC broom cupboard and things like that. But um, I also um, got trained to sing at Sandbach Girls School. That's why I attended high school. And again, singing is another sort of escapism, but it's that team effort. It's helping. It's been part of a team, helping others. And it definitely helped me with my confidence. And I love singing. I'm always singing at work and probably not the best place to sing but I'll just sing a tune or a song or or whatever and probably 80s and 90s and I know I like socializing and going to karaoke so I'll tell you some of my karaoke songs from the 80s now Kim Wilde um keep me hanging on now Kim Wilde has obviously gone on to done this gardening and in fact she's made more money from gardening than she did when she was a solo artist in the 80s how interesting is that um, another karaoke song would be Madonna Like a Prayer. Love the lyrics for that and the video. Um, again, it's on my Spotify playlist. Another karaoke song. Now, this is amazing. Do you remember the film Flashdance, 1983? Great film um, about a small-time girl um, played by the um, actress Jennifer Beals. She was a mechanic. 
And then by night she was a dancer. All she wanted to do was be a proper dancer. So she had to do the two careers. So kind of like the underdog. And I really like that. The underdog that is kind of like working really, really hard to get what they want. And by the end of the film, she's a dancer. Amazing soundtrack. Yeah. So What a Feeling by the artist Irene Cara. And that was on the film Flashdance. Go and check out Flashdance because it's a really, really, really good song. And on my Spotify playlist, there is lots of movie soundtracks um including i've just said Flashdance, footloose but the kevin bacon version from 1984 because that is the best film ever best soundtrack and i really really love that and yeah really really good soundtrack i'm just trying to think of another oh yeah so do you know the composer john williams so john williams did absolutely everything so he did the composition for jaws um, he also did Star Wars and he did E.T. Now, I love E.T. because E.T. at Disney Florida, they had um, a ride at Universal. Do you remember this? And it was E.T. and you got on this ride and you went on this little bike and, and it was just the music soundtrack was played and you'd go around this ride, you'd see like animated puppets of E.T. and Elliot and all that. Elliot, the little, little, little boy, of course. And it was just so funny and I love I love the soundtrack to E.T. And, and it, John Williams' compositions really, really brings the film to life and that's so interesting. So that is another part of my life and I hope by listening to this Spotify playlist you will hear um, the music and how it sort of benefits me. Help, help music gives me that little helping hand every single day. And I absolutely love it. From dancing at home on my mother's carpet and for her saying, can you not dance on that carpet? Because you're going to ruin it. And she still says that at 35, because I'm 35 now. So old, old habits die hard, don't they? Well, I'm hoping when you're listening to my Series 1 podcast where I'm interviewing and helping people who help them people every single day and give that electrical help in hand, they're going to talk about people who inspire them, whether it be sort of films, books, television, like I have done, really. And for me, do you know, do you know what the people who inspire me? I've, I've already talked about, the, like, sort of Brideshead Revisited and Chronicles of Narnia, and I've talked about people who are underdogs. And sort of, you know, with the films like Kevin Bacon's character, Ben McCormack in Footloose, he again is a small town boy and he works really, really hard and comes to the top and changes things. I like that people who want to change things for the better and inspire people and they are the people, whether it be in films or television, they are the people who are, who inspire me, who work hard and want to make change for the better. And I think I do as well. But for me, obviously, all the kids' television, the presenters. So even from people like Matthew Corbett, who did Sooty, and Jeffrey, who did Rainbow, they, they were there in that sort of place to help children and put a smile on their faces. And we still reminisce about it now, you know, watching Sooty's... Um, have you seen that clip on YouTube? If you haven't, you need to watch it. It's called Sweep's Family for Sooty. I think it was Sooty and Co. I can't quite remember. Sweep's Family. Go and look for it on YouTube because it's the most funniest episode ever. And it's just, it's funny because you've got Sweep making the dog noise. You've got Sooty not saying anything and Sue being all sort of like patronising and, you know, oh, Matthew, Sooty. And it's just so funny. Uh, please go and watch it. Type in YouTube, Sweep's Family 
and enjoy that episode. Oh, so funny. Um, so these people were put in this role. They decided to, to do this presenter role to help children make their childhoods amazing. So years later, like me, reminiscing how good it was. And hopefully that all these programs today on Children's BBC and ITV and everything that, you know, when people are my age in 20 years time or, or whatever, they will still be talking about their childhood and what's influenced them. But I know today that the kids today are very much into gaming. They're very much into watching YouTube. So the kids television programs that we would watch, they probably wouldn't watch as much. They'd watch YouTube clips. So maybe that's what they're going to be talking about in 20 years. It'll be very, very interesting to see and um i don't know if you know this about me but i also like police dramas so the bill i'm a massive fan of the bill massive fan love it and i think it's um on uk tv drama at the moment but i used to love it in the 90s because they kind of had this sort of like team comedy going on and they all like wind each other up and banter and i mean some of my favorite characters um I was just trying to think now. So DC Tom Proctor, he was one of the detectives in the 90s. Also DC Rod Skase. I used to like the detectives. I don't know what it was, whether it was a man in a suit. I don't know, even back then. Um, and very, very intelligent they were. And they sort of were funny as well and had that sort of dry sense of humour. And obviously um, PC Dale Smith was another favourite of my um, a really, really good character. Um, the actor who plays him, Alex Walkinshaw, is he's actually in Holby City now playing a character called Fletch, isn't he? Yeah, so that's really interesting. So, yeah, these people inspire me because they go on television in that sort of public arena to help people, to make them smile and get themselves out there. And that really, really inspires me. Then people who are different and don't care what people think and actually get, get themselves out there. And obviously I've said like Matthew Corbett and Jeffrey from Rainbow and I suppose all the CBBC presenters and I think you know the actor Matthew Kelly who did Stars on the Rise he was a children's ITV presenter in the 80s and he was also good and Pat Sharp and all them people like that even the likes of Timmy Mallet with his mallet that talked nobody would like a mallet that would talk that would just be really scary wouldn't it but you can see you can see there's all these things out there that can entertain us and make make us feel better when when we're having a bad day when we've worked full time I think it's so important to look after yourself and I really hope that my podcast will help you so each week I will be interviewing somebody very very different and they will be telling me what influences them and their life story and I'm really, really looking forward to interviewing everybody and finding out their story. And then they've all got their own Spotify playlist. It will be the Helping Hands Spotify playlist and the guest's name will be at the end. So you will be able to find it. It would be amazing to find out their life story and what influences them. But talking to police dramas, the soundtracks to them. So there's so many at the moment. So you've got um, Endeavour. Um, we had Inspector Morse and Lewis. And I really, really like Lewis because... Um, had the actors Kevin Waitley um, he, he has such a dry sense of humour we've been from the Geordie land and Lawrence Fox uh, played Hathaway the detective and it was set in beautiful Oxford again all this murder is going on and then on the backdrop of the beautiful Oxford so very very interesting great soundtrack again to Lewis and great theme um, really really good but I talked about Doctor Who, didn't I? So really, really good. I want to finish on this now. So Jodie Whittaker been in the role of Doctor Who. Amazing to get the first woman Doctor out there. And Chris Chibnall, 
this year has brought um, characters back. John Barrowman, Captain J- Jack Harkness was amazing. And I've really, really enjoyed um, Bradley Walsh, the actor, in his role of Graham as a doctor. He's leaving now, and that's public knowledge. But it's really interesting how you can have a long-standing drama and make slight changes to it, and it's still fantastic. So with Jodie's series of um, Doctor Who, we haven't had Murray Gold as a composer. We've So for the last two series, Murray Gold has gone and we've brought sort of the incidental music back into to Doctor Who to describe the action. A little bit how it was in the 80s with, um, you know, the kinds of Tom Baker, Tom Baker's Doctor, who interestingly enough, did you know, he played the character of Puddle Glum. Um, in the 80s Chronicles of Narnia, The Silver Chair, which is absolutely amazing. So through all the years, all these actors and presenters and people in the public atmosphere are helping everybody every day. And I hope these podcasts and all the music playlists that go on with them, uh, the Helping Hands Spotify playlist, this one will be number one and Gail Louise Turner. It's going to help you so much. You'll be you will not believe some of the songs on that. I mean, I've even got Round the Twist. Do you remember that Australian drama from the 90s? The theme to Round the Twist, um, the raccoons theme, because I used to love the raccoons, the animation of the 80s. So that's what we were talking about, 80s animation, while the kids of today were talking about gaming and YouTube and things like that. And I think the soundtrack for music from the 80s and 90s was amazing and really really good and for me a television show which depicted the 80s and the uh, the 80s the best thing ever was ashes to ashes which was on our screens about 2008 which um it was great because it starred keely hawes and she was great as the character di alex drake because she the show opened up in the 2000 era. She got shot. She got sent back to 1981 as a grown-up, already living through it as a kid, went back to the 80s as a grown-up, looking at it as a retrospect thing and was kind of laughing at how these, as I would say, dinosaurs were acting um, and how sort of like outdated the police was in the 80s. It was great and it, it sort of... The soundtrack, um, there's, there was three CDs that came out from the show, um, Ashes to Ashes, which depicted the years 1981, 1982, 1983, and it really depicted the action, and it was just so funny. I've never laughed so much at a series, but it was sad as well, because obviously the early 80s was quite a sad time with what was going on with the miners, lots of sort of striking and fighting in the streets, riots. It was, it was awful to see. And every time you kind of have this you know this bad atmosphere we hope that you're going to get sort of like a community spirit so um i'm gonna finish that there i'm looking forward for you all to listen to my podcast and every week i'll be interviewing an inspirational person every single week so looking forward to do that and thank you for listening